Welcome to In Search of the Great America, a virtual road trip to the biggest city and a small town in each state of the Union. 100 guests will be invited to define their great America, past, present, and future. I'm your host, Laura Milkins, and I really want to know, what's your great America? Hello, and welcome to In Search of the Great America. Today we have with us in the studio, Daryl Seymour. He is a local resident of Sholo, Arizona. He's been the mayor for eight years and on city council for 16. Currently, he's elected as the county supervisor of Navajo County. Hello, Daryl, and welcome to In Search of the Great America. Good morning, Laura. Thank you, and I appreciate you having me on your show today. Thank you so much for being here. Where did you grow up and what was it like? You know, I grew up in Sholo, one of the I'm fortunate to be able to say that I'm a lifelong resident of Sholo, Arizona. I spent most of my youth days uh, growing up in Sholo. It was exciting times in the 60s, 70s. I graduated from high school in 76. And it was just a, a much smaller community than what we have today. Not that our community is large on the scale of the number of people, but it was kind of one of all the rural areas where everybody knew everybody. Everybody worked together. You had a lot of service projects. People were able to remember my parents always going out, always serving, always helping other people. Some of the things that were really big in our area was the 4th of July rodeos. Uh, We had a ranch. My grandparents were cattle ranchers, loggers. My father had a concrete ready-mix business. So I had the opportunity of growing up, of learning how to to work on those businesses, learning what it was like, what a rancher had to do to survive, what a local entrepreneur starting a ready-mix company took to survive. And I got to work at both of those places. And so I had the opportunity of not just growing up at home, like a lot of our youth don't have places to go and to work at a young age. I had that great opportunity, was able to be involved in school, show schools, was a brand new high school. We were the first freshman class to go to Sholo High School. And so it was kind of a neat experience to be able to have something brand new that you took pride in, that you made it better and better. Our football field didn't have any grass on it. We played our first football game in a dust storm because it was just a dirt field. And little by little, we got a little clump of grass here, a little clump of grass there. And and it was doing pretty good. But it was fun to be able to just know people in town. They knew you. And I felt like I got raised by a whole community, that a community was looking after me. If I did something wrong, I knew my parents was going to find out too. So really, but we had a great opportunity just to be kids, to have fun, and to enjoy things around our community. And one of the things that I remember, the, the streets were not real big. We didn't have any stoplights. We could take our BB guns and we could go down and we could shoot frogs in the streams. We, Our moms would come home and they'd cook frog legs for us. I mean, it was just things that a lot of kids don't get to experience today. It was just really living out in, in the wild a little bit, but you could all know that you were, you were safe and you were enjoying life. Was there a time in history that you thought America was great and why? You know, through U.S. history, opportunities we had to learn in school was great to learn about our history. And when I look at America, America's history, and even from my own perspective, I always feel that America has always been great. We have great privileges, great opportunities. We have the opportunity to be able to 
make something from scratch. We can be entrepreneurs or we can choose to just go out and get a job and work for somebody our whole life and and not really be that aggressive, but, but be a very good citizen. So I look back at just changes as things have changed. Sure, there have been times that maybe I've liked better about America, and I think there's times that I've enjoyed things, but as everything has changed, we, we are on the cutting edge of what technology has done for us. Uh, and I grew up in black and white television. So from there, but yet I talked to my aunt who didn't have any television and they used to huddle around the uh, radio and listen to things that way. Boxing was something that was really important because you could listen to it on the radio or today that has all changed. So the history and, and of, of America to me, they've always been, we're always a great country. We're, there are things that we can be prouder of at times, but it's just one of the great things. And I asked my father one time, I said, Dad, what is so great about America? And he says, son, he says, the biggest thing that differentiates us between other countries is whatever you hear or read, whether it be the newspaper or the radio, you know that it's true. And he said, that's the difference between our country and what some of the leaders tell other countries. And I think we have maybe slipped a little bit from that, but it's one of the things that I remember as, as a young man growing up, took pride in, realized that we have opportunities. I've had the opportunity of making my own self business. I've been self-employed my entire life, had the opportunity of going out, being an entrepreneur, and really given having the opportunity. So I think that's why America has always been great in my eyes. And there's times that it will always be that way. I hope that my children can experience the same thing and grandchildren can experience the same things that I did. If I had a time to choose, uh, maybe where I'm more fascinated is the wild, wild west coming back of how the West was really won, the efforts that it took place, the people who sacrificed the challenges there, maybe the difference of what it was like, but I don't know that I'd be able to handle figuring out how to start a fire every night, how to do all those things, with the commodities, but I'm grateful for what those people did. I think that was a fascinating time to be alive as well. What is great about America now for you? You know, that's a very interesting question. What's great about America for myself and my family, I look at it, but just for myself is opportunities the conveniences that I have as a citizen, the convenience that I can pick up a phone and I can call anybody in the world. I can FaceTime with somebody if I want to see them, if I want to see my grandkids. The We have removed the element of time to present. I remember being out of the country for a couple of years and how long it took to get a letter from somebody or to be able to contact. It was just old news by the time you got it. So right now, what fascinates me is that everything is current. Everything is real time. And sometimes that's not as to our favor, but, but it's great to have that opportunity of, of what's going on in America. I think the other side of it is always our freedom, our agency that we have to choose, the, our rights that we have, our, the rights to whether it be bare arms, the right to freedom of speech, 
the Bill of Rights that it has given us and understanding what our Constitution has shared with us, those are things that I take dear to my heart. Those are things that I don't take for granted, but I'm grateful that I live in a country that affords me those abilities to be able to make those type of choices for myself. And then they, they hold me accountable for my actions as to how I choose. And so I think it's a, a perfect system that was founded by our founding fathers. We, the people, have tried to preserve that to a point, but we have also messed up on some things of, of keeping that and keeping that the great. But for me to have the opportunities to go out and start a business, to go out and buy a property or sell property, to be totally have that agency and that freedom to be able to do so, I think is is priceless. And that's what I hold dear to my heart about being an American and the opportunity that I have to be here. Well, I think family is is very strong family values that we have. Uh, my wife and I, we have 30 grandchildren that go from ages uh, 17 down to, down to, you know, two. And so all of the technology things that they have, all of the stuff that's going on different in their lives, it's totally different than the way I grew up, but they have different opportunities. And I think that's exciting for them too. What does your great America look like in the future? You know, my great America in the future is I have hope that America will continue to stay great. And if it does, then I see us continuing to, to just offer more opportunities for people. I see the wealth of our communities, the wealth of our nation become greater because we have so many opportunities to continue to build. It's interesting that go back, go back to the Kennedys. I mean, there was 40 million people that lived in the United States. Now we're pushing 350 million. And it's evolving. It's a country that's evolving. It's a nation that's evolving. And we're getting all sorts of diversity of, of life and diversity of different values and principles and things that people want. But we have to realize that really America has its own set of values that it expects its people to follow. And if people will will come to this country and be part of this country with those sets of values and want to embrace them, then we can truly be and continue to stay a great nation. But if we want to come in and start changing to things that are totally radical or totally far out, it's going to be a real challenge. But we have the opportunity of of technology like we've never had it before. And I think that's going to change to the point where we can't even imagine it, just like the black and white television of what it is today, I think technology will take things that we haven't even envisioned yet that will be greater. I think I'm still looking for the Jetsons, Hoover uh, crafts that we can just jump in and, and Hoover around uh, to where we're at. It's not far-fetched that we just take those type of things and be able to have them. Our infrastructure, our high-speed railways someday, I hope, is in our country. And, and it's just moving people, but at the same time that people are building up America and not tearing down America. And that's the future that I hope that we have. I have 30 grandchildren. With grandkids, it's it's hard, but I think it's going to be a different America than we've ever seen before. Just like the America that I live in today is different than what I even grew up in, but it's still good. And I really feel if we have the people caring about it, whatever it is, it will be good and it will be great. And they'll be able to enjoy family life will be different. We're clustering more, but 
as the cities have expanded to the point they're realizing, I don't want to be around everybody. Now rural America is having more attention and aggression of people moving back out. The, they're tired of the city life that they want to be able to be back out and have space for one another too. So hopefully that continues. And then the last question, who are we when we are our best? Well, if we look back through history and look at our, our whole country, we're really best when we are fighting for what we believe in. I really feel that when you look back at the, the Civil War, although it was very tragic and very divisive, but what came from it was very good. When we looked at when we even formed our nation, we had to fight for that. And it was a lot of bloodshed, a lot of things happened with since World War One and World War Two, but we came together in building the factory shut down and started building equipment that would help us uh, through the war. I remember 9-11. It was very tragic for our country, but our country came together and they said, okay, uh, this enough of this. And so as they come together for a good cause, as they come together to remember what's most important about our country, that's when we're the best. When we are not thinking of ourselves, but we're starting to think about others, how we can help one another, how we can make life better for each other, then I think that is when America is at its very, very best. And then the days that we're at our best are always the 4th of July. It's a wonderful time to be patriotic, to be able to see those things that we're always at our best when there's a national anthem and you see the red, white, and blue come flying in and people are respecting it. We're at our best when our military is healthy and strong. We're at our best when our citizens are are well employed and working for the good of, of mankind and doing the things that they can. We're at our best when family core values are our principal, when fathers and daughters and sons and grandsons are sitting around the Thanksgiving table and they're talking and they're sharing the things about life and really making it. We're at our best when we celebrate Christmas, when we are in our hearts, we're giving more to other people and we're caring about giving and instead of just receiving. That's what makes America great because we have great people in it, this country. And when they really come out and start doing what really mankind is supposed to do to one another, that's why America is great. Fantastic. Thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it. Well, you're welcome. I hope that gives you some different insights. It's great doing this show and meeting different people and finding out your stories and hearing your great America. Well, appreciate it. And good luck on your project here. Thank you. Thank you for listening to In Search of the Great America. Today's episode had music by Valentin Sochnitsky. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing to the podcast on iTunes or Libsyn. For show notes and more information on the podcast, please visit our website, greatamericaproject.com. Thank you.